Precious Holy Spirit, we are here. Without you, we can see nothing. But in your light, we see light. Thank you for your revelation of Jesus. Thank you for your supply of the Spirit. Thank you for transformation. We give you all the glory. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. I can see you just... Just settle down, all right? I can see you. Glory to God. All right, a couple of weeks now, we started our conversation on kingdom dynamics. And in the month of January, we've zoomed in into the conversation of taking over. We've called it the kingdom takeover. For anyone wondering, when will we be done with this conversation? The truth is that the, the gospel that has been committed to us is the gospel of the kingdom. All right, so that literally means we won't be done. But I get your question in terms of the teaching series because we've made promises that I know some of you are excited about and you're wondering when will we get to those. As critical as this is, we, by God's grace, if Jesus tarries, we'll also get to those conversations. Glory to God. All right, our anchor scripture all through the conversation has been Revelation chapter 11 and verse 15. If you are joining us for the first time, just settle down. You will be very blessed. I will personally encourage you to make out time to revisit previous editions. They, are, they contain secrets for your success in 2022. Revelation chapter 11 and verse 15. And the seventh angel sounded. And there were great voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. He shall reign forever and ever. Glory to God. As at today's date, depending on what lens you are viewing from, it would seem as though the kingdom of our Lord is at a is not just at a disadvantage, it is completely weak and clueless. That's that's what we look like with the physical eyes. Boy, but God is raising an army, he is declared the final score. Now, the fact that you checked the first half and it was 11-0, and you just wrote us off. All right, like, like some sport fans will do, for example, in soccer, there is a kind of scoreline that people who purchased tickets to see a game before <laughs> even the, the, the hour mark, they're already walking out of there. They're like, this is, this is done, this is gone, this is forgotten. Like, there is nobody that you, you can't turn this around. Just, and they just walk away in that disappointment. Hmm. But scripture is telling us here that you cannot write off the bride of Christ. You cannot write off this kingdom. Hmm. It's chosen to use you. It's chosen to use me. All right? And, 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 and we don't, in our own frame, look like that. We don't look like a smart choice. But that's part of his infinite wisdom. That he will raise you up as a king to begin to rule. He will raise me up as a king to begin to bring dominion. And I believe I'm speaking to those people that are the final score. The final analysis. The final announcement will be that the kingdoms of this world world the domains of this world the spheres of this world have become the kingdom of our lord and of his christ and you and i by the power of his grace will reign with him forever and ever in the name of jesus somebody say glory to god i don't know if you can tell yet i am excited about the word this evening Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 29 has been our anchor in January concerning kingdom takeover. Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before men. Shall not stand before unknown Shall not stand before obscure men. Seest thou a man and in the first Foundation Lane edition, we went through four men, an ordinary man, a diligent man, the obscure unknown man, and then the king. And we began to break down this, this concept of principles 
potential and purpose that kings will deliver on good success because they will align with principles they will discover and maximize potential in accordance with original intent which is god's purpose i don't know about you part one blessed me heavily I, I i don't want to tell you how many times i've listened to it so you won't be scared all right part two has blessed me tremendously digging into principles please child of god this is it i don't know how to loud loud it louder this is it disconnect from theatrics and begin to build solidly this is it zooming in extracting principles from god's word that will make for good success this is it the principle of seeking the prince of seeking principles i am i don't want to do an in-depth recap the, the the principle of goal setting the principle of personal responsibility the principle of mind first All right. So in that installment, we went into the conversation of principles by God's grace today in the brevity of the time we have left. We want to, to develop also a framework for potential. And interestingly, the direction in which the, um, the spirit of God would have us go this evening is interesting. I consider it very interesting. Please stay with us and you will be very blessed. John chapter 12, John chapter 12, verse 23 to verse 24. In this kingdom, hear me, child of God, in this kingdom, God in his infinite wisdom has by design ensured that the principle that will produce glory in this kingdom is a principle of the seed. The power of a seed really in, in, in God's mind. When you hear seed, what the spirit of God would have you think is potential. But the world we live in today has been so bastardized. The average Christian is touchy and, and, and finicky with conversations about seed. That seed doesn't even mean seeds today. Again, it just means some form of strange offering that pastors come up with all right and many don't even want to hear that word please stay with me i believe almost everyone under the sound of my voice it's it's not very common now for us to be involved in farming practices but you you you've bought fruits before that you've had to take out seeds there is no resemblance between those seeds and this great fruit that you have derived so much taste and pleasure from that in itself is a mystery in this kingdom that every great thing that will happen in this kingdom will begin as a seed that therein is the power of potential it's a power that locks up it's a power that creates mankind male and female and bundles them into adam mankind it's the power that creates forests and mighty oaks and timbers and cedars across Amazons of large expanses of lands and bundles them into a seed. It's the same power that looks at the new creation, the new breed nations that will carry the spirit of God and bundles all of us into Christ and calls him the firstborn. It's the principle of the seed. It's the principle of potential that don't think this God is a small God. He's actually infinitely, exhaustively, unthinkably big but deliberately to engage our world as a principle in his kingdom he uses the concept the kingdom concept of the seed somebody say the seed you know i can hear you so let's let's try that again somebody say the seed so it bundles potential it bundles potential it bundles gifts bundles possibilities E, 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 the, 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 the project Adam even though there was a bundling into him Adam didn't come as a baby he showed up as an adult and we saw the faults in that design but when the king of glory will come in, in alignment with the principle of potential came as a baby 
And if, 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 if what you are seeing is a baby and you are not seeing a king, you know the funny thing? The kingdom of darkness, this, 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 I'm saying this and I hope someone will be challenged, seems to peak potential before God's children in the kingdom of light. Why else would Pharaoh issue a decree and say all male children of this certain age group? Why else? He's picked something that the, the guys on the ground can't even see it. Why else will Herod issue a decree? The, why, how can you be threatened by a king that has not even been born? Because every, and I, I hope I'm not jumping the gun now, but one of the, the greatest avocs you can do to potential is to destroy it at seed stage. Let's stay. Let, let, let's just stay. You can, you, I don't know if you can tell, but boy, I hope someone will open up their heart to receive the word. Now you will understand why, because you don't see what it is. I remember a song by Marvin Sapp. It says, don't count me out. When you don't see what he sees, you can't tell that his glory is resting on me. I am his own. I'm called by his name. Boy, you can't see it, but the enemy can see it. You are wondering, I didn't offend anybody. I'm a, I'm a nice person. PD, why are all these things happening to me? What really is the enemy after? He has seen a seed there. You've not seen it. He's seen potential for glory. He's missed it many times. He's, he's improved his, his, his scanning technology. For if the, 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 the rulers of this world knew, they would not have crucified the Lord and Savior. But they, there have been improvements now. Say, so this one carries something. These people carry glory. We, we, we can't leave them like this. We can't leave them like this. You blink now, boy, you begin to see destiny blow up. The, the, the way they are unveiling God's word, staying in the place of prayer, these guys are about to become problematic. <laughs> and I pray for you, your destiny will not be truncated in the mighty name of Jesus. And God's destiny over your life, it will not be replaced in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> John chapter 12 Verse 23 to verse 24. But Jesus answered them saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Please stay with us. The conversation here was about being glorified. And immediately it gives us the principle of the kingdom. It says, most assuredly, I say to you, Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. Hmm. It says, but if it dies, there is, there is something called a seed principle. It's, it's the epitomization of potential. It says there's something that can happen to one man and I can make him a great nation. There is something that can happen to one woman and I can make her a great deliverer. Some of you are looking at yourselves right now. It's, big, it's, it's, it's getting clearer a bit. You are looking at your background. You are looking at your past. It doesn't make sense why God will still choose you. Now you are beginning to... To see that there is a potential, there is a seed of destiny that you carry. The enemy didn't wait for you to become born again. The enemy didn't wait for you to become a teenager. He's been haunting you and trying to annihilate it from infanthood. And here you are now just at the, at the, at, 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 at the fringes of, of, of delving into it. And that ancient serpent shows up again with lies and deception. And I join my faith with yours that nothing, nothing, nothing will be able to stop the world from seen the glory of God through your life in the name of Jesus how else do you explain potential you go to a gold mine there's nothing golden or mining about it it looks dirty some, 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 some talent hunters call it diamond in the rough diamond in the rough some are trained to only see finished products. Some are trained to spot greatness early. You hear someone sing amazingly. The person has they, 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 just a simple line. They've done it on three keys. Three keys. They've done C. They've, they've gone towards C sharp. They're approaching D and going to E flat. <laughs> All right. Somebody else is hearing somebody who sang off key. 
Another person that can pick potential will say, this, this is a tone that can sell millions of records. He needs refining. She needs refining. That's potential. That's the power of potential. This is not a very good example, but it will help you to be, I, I think I need to start sticking to good examples. But there's a point here, and I want you to stay with us. If, you, if, if your, your car is like most cars, you would have a speedometer. For those of us in Canada, we would use kilometers per hour. I know our, our friends in, in, in the south use miles. And you're wondering, in the roads, school zone, 40. Quiet streets, 50. Average, 60. Highway, 100. Somebody, someone just ate 100 now and started smiling. So PD, no, nobody does 100. The, the, the point is, have, have you looked at where your speedometer can get to? And have you ever asked yourself, why did they create an engine that will get to that point? When in the lifetime of this car, it may never, it may never even, do, depending on who you are, unlike some people under the sound of my voice now, it may never see 160. And this is not a challenge, please. Follow safe <laughs> driving rules. Glory to God. But as an example of potential, it was built to be able to do that. Something about our world reduces people to normalcy, reduces people to average. In, in the name of safety, don't get me wrong, that's why I said, please consider road safety extremely important. It can be the, 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 the difference between life and death. But extrapolate that same concept. I am wondering, how have, how have I been caged into average? I, I, I was an inquisitive child, always asking questions. And it was just as though nobody could provide me answers. All I heard growing up was, keep quiet, shut up. And then the, inve the, the inventor, the creative in me was killed. And I pray for anyone who the potential you carry has been adjusted and, and, and downstep, downgraded by the enemy or by environment. There will be, as this word of God comes powerfully this evening, there will be a rekindling and a restoration. In the name of Jesus. Hmm. Remember the definition of success we gave last week? I think it was last week. Good success. The progressive attainment of set goals towards the realization of your God-ordained destiny. Someone said, PD, don't talk about goal setting. You are owing us. You are owing us. Yes, I'm owing you. I just thought in this age and time we shouldn't share papers. So what we will do is we'll get a barcode ready for Sunday. You can scan with your phone. Or we'll, for those in the database, we'll send you the link. You'll download the template. You'll download the outline I promised. Depending on how, how I'm, I am owing. All right? I'm going to add a short voice note just to ensure that there's context to the outlines and it makes sense. Um, I, I, I may just add a voice note for you so that you can make sense of the outline. And it's not too late. Hear me? It's not too late. All right? It's not too late. Now, in terms of differentiating principle, purpose, potential, there are questions that can guide you. Hmm. This is the kind of teaching we need a retreat for. We need four hours. <laughs> Someone just got scared. Now, don't, don't, do not fret. The Lord will grant us speed and divine acceleration in the name of Jesus. The concept of purpose, which by God's grace we will come to next week, answers to the question why. Why get married? Why walk in wealth? Why start this business? This, this, this is the way results delivering kings rule. Why? Why fight this battle? Why pray? Everything must have a why. There's a, there's a popular book called Always Begin With Why or Start With Why. It's a concept of purpose. There's a conversation about meaning. I don't want to get there now because there are many. We'll get there. The, the question how begins to guide you into principles. Okay, I know God wants me to have a very successful marriage. How? You now begin to unlock natural principles, supernatural principles. And you begin to fight anyone that is pushing you towards super. And you say, boy, you, 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 this thing you're saying, it's because you were not at midweek service. This thing you're saying, 
let pity catch you. And you begin to bring results. You just align there. These are laws there. Repeatable, reproducible, guaranteed to work. Natural laws, supernatural laws. You are in alignment. Your eyes open by the Spirit. Your eyes open by, 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 by guidance. You are there at the crossroads. You've asked. You, you, you've been given direction. Revelation knowledge has come. You are just delivering results there. Every other person is struggling. You are just bringing out results. Acing all your grades. Marriages, eating the trucks, eating the rocks, and you are just blossoming like fine wine. Many in their bodies, in and out of various conditions, you are just there looking young and enjoying good health. You've unlocked principles. How? Hmm. The question of potential is not just one question. That's how big this seed thing is. That's how big, it's not just, it is two questions. And that's why I am grateful that the Holy Spirit is helping us to emphasize this. The first question for potential is what? But if that is the only question you, 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 you ask and find an answer to, you will miss out on the, on the greatness that is for kings. You know, this is a kingdom conversation. This is, not your, this is not just a motivational seminar of follow principles, maximize potential in accordance with purpose, whose purpose? No. This is a kingdom conversation for kings. The question one for purpose, please follow, is what? Never stop as what as a king. Be, be, because your destiny is, is glory range. It's not average. It's not, it's not boxing you to 80 or to 50. The, the, the speed you are supposed to move is faster than the speed of light. The, the results here, and these are the things the Lord begins to show you in dreams. It shows them to you in part so that it doesn't scare you. If, if you should see the speed of light, you might not even see anything. So it slows it down for you to, to, to get in. It begins to show you from his word. This is what I want to do with you. This is what I want to do through you. And I say, God, me? <laughs> you must be kidding. God, you are funny. And it begins to show you from his word. It's only by your power. It's only by your might. I have chosen you. I have anointed you. I have called you. I have engraced you. It's there. It just doesn't look like it. Those beautiful leaves. Those beautiful, beautiful fronds. Those thick stems. Ah, it reminds me of the psalm that says, the trees of God are full of sap. Boy, it says there's so much you carry. It's just that you don't look like it right now. Question one is what of purpose? The, the kings don't stop with what. They ask what and to what extent. Somebody needs to write that down. So when you ask what, you discover potential. When you ask to what extent, you then maximize potential. In this kingdom, as far as destiny is concerned, our king requires that we don't just start the journey, but that we go the full length of it. That this smallness that has been sold to us for so long, we can find a way to unlearn it, to blot it, to uproot it, and to begin to run with him. So he says, I will fill them with my spirit. Somebody asks, how? He <laughs> says, you don't worry. Why? He says, don't worry. He says, what? He says, I'll fill them. He says, to what extent? I'll fill them to, to, to the fullness of my glory. They'll carry my presence. It says, <laughs> God, are, are you sure you want to do that? If you don't ask this question of to what extent, on your journey of destiny, you will get to a place that looks like it, but it's not it. Too many examples in scripture. Too many examples in scripture. I can picture Joseph in the house of Potiphar. And he's saying, boy, could this be it? Could this be it? Every, you, you know what he told Potiphar's wife? He says, my master has put everything under my control. That's very true, Joseph. Just that in destiny, the potential you carry was not for Potiphar's household or portfolio of businesses. It is true that it is a dimension of everything, but that, that is not to the extent Somebody's beginning to see it now. It is, it is true that that simple instruction God gave you, it's just two people reading it now. 
three followers on your blog, four people sharing your posts. That, that is true of today. And then suddenly, something happens, boom. And it's everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. If you have not asked the question to what extent, you will think that is it. And the enemy loves those people because they found something, but he just wants to ensure that they don't, they don't maximize it. And I pray for you that you will not be a victim of such, of, of such traps. In the name of Jesus, Jacob in the house of Laban was prosperous. Laban would say that we know, I know, I have checked. The reason why business is blowing is because of you. I, I want to promote you. I want to give you a pay rise. And I want to keep you here. I want to keep your potential small. I want, to, I want to keep it curtailed. If Jacob didn't know how much, to what extent, he could have camped there. My question to you is, where have you camped? Because you've not asked to what extent. Oh, God is showing us great visions. KICC, we're going, we going to spread abroad across the continent of North America. And then, boom, we're just the talk of town. Thousands worship at KICC every Sunday. If God has not shown me to what extent, I'll say we have arrived. That's why when you, when you see people on a mission, it's like people are celebrating them and they are not even there at the place they are being celebrated. They are thinking of the next frontier. The next, because they, they, they've, they've asked the question kings ask, to what extent? You are the one clapping for 10,000. We saw 5 million. Somebody just shook a bit now. That's, that's the power of seed. A great forest, a seed. A great destiny, seed. A great child, seed. A great marriage, seed. A great business, starts with an idea. Starts. Somebody say glory to God. Wow, we've not even scratched the surface yet. I want to warn you about the danger of Elim. The danger of Elim. Write it down. The danger of Elim. If you do not ask the question to what extent, you, you are likely to be exposed to the danger of Elim. Numbers chapter 33 and verse 9. It, this, the, Numbers 33 is, is a, is a methodo, methodological... Hey! Big word. Methodological documentation of the, the, the journey of the Israelites from deliverance into the promised land. And it tells us that they moved from Mara. If you remember Mara, the place of bitter waters. They left a place of a bitter experience and came to Elim. Remember, the promise was to a land flowing with milk and honey. In everyone's journey to that land flowing with milk and honey... Many a time you will move from a place of a bitter experience like Joseph. You will move from a place of a pit experience to a place where there is now a roof over your head. There are people saying yes sir and yes ma to you. Your, your, your life has changed as we know it. Your appearance has changed. The world is about to begin to begin to celebrate this version zero of you. And God is saying this is not the version of destiny. That you've left a place of bitterness. You've gotten to Elim. Elim might seem convenient. Elim might look like the promised land. Only that what is here is not what was promised. What is here is not to the extent that was revealed. It says at Elim there were 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees. It says and they camped there. God we've suffered so long. This journey has been arduous. Fortunately we've gotten to this place where, where it, it looks like, like you can post your vacation pictures now. This, this is now a proper place. Now we have springs. We have palm trees. We can coast a bit here. Now when you find somebody who doesn't understand potential, they camp early and they begin to prematurely celebrate success and they miss out out on the actual destiny that they carried. It says that they moved from Elim and camped by the Red Sea. They moved I'm on verse 11 now. They moved from the Red Sea and camped in the wilderness of sin. How can I go back into a wilderness? I haven't seen springs and palm trees and blue colored waters and all these sea animals and, all, and this 30 degrees. Amen? For my Canadians 30 degrees sounds like lock free right now. Glory to God. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4. 
and 5, the power of the seed, as a symbol of the mystery of understanding potential. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I set you apart. I ordained you as a prophet. As you see, it's always good to, to, to practicalize God's word. Even me, I almost moved on. I, I just got a, a restraint. The question is what have I been ordained to be a prophet? To what extent to the nations? Meaning that if I'm prophesying in my sitting room, I have begun the journey of destiny, but I have not maximized potential. Is someone seeing it? It says to the nations, even if I'm doing 10 sitting rooms, it is not yet nations. Even if everybody, the whole of my city, my mayor comes and they are clapping, we've not seen anything like this. You are just this, this enigma. You are, you are, and they begin to give you awards. Hear me, kings, 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 beware of awards. Accept it, give God glory, and continue your journey of destiny. Oh, PD, we are seeing all the amazing things. Glory to God. In fact, <laughs> we have not scratched it yet. That's, 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 that's why we go again tomorrow with the Spirit. Ordained you a prophet, but to the nations. That's the extent. To the nations. And somebody is getting it now. I have raised you as a voice from that family. Hear me? Not to your, they, they might not even rate you or they might not even listen to you. But boy, are the nations waiting. And I pray once again for you that you will not disappoint God and you will not let down your generation. In the name of Jesus. This is in the super brevity of the time that we have left. The Lord will have me show you four key stakeholders in the conversation of potential. Four. Four. Left to me, I wouldn't have gone in this direction. I would have loved to emphasize things like, how can you see it? How can you pick it? The, the Spirit of God will show you. Principles, it will show you. Potential, it will show you. To what extent, it will show you. Original purpose, it will show you. For principles, it will use mentors in the natural, mentors in the supernatural, those who through faith and patience. Those who were with us last week understand what I have just said. If you are writing, please write down these four stakeholders as far as potential is concerned. Remember, you will discover it by finding out what and then you will maximize it by finding out to what extent. Four key stakeholders. As you begin to go through these four, you ask yourself, where am I in this equation in terms of the roles people have played in my life? Where am I in this equation in terms of the role I am playing in the lives of others? I want that to constantly play through your mind. Interestingly, to be easy for you to remember because all of them begin with a D. Number one, discoverers. Discoverers. People who will discover. Let's, not, let's just list it. Discoverers. Number one. Number two, diminishers. Diminish. Diminishers. People who will diminish. Diminish. Number three, destroyers. Destroyers. People who they are they carry to steal, kill, destroy. That's their mandate. They are, they, are, they are in unknown partnership with the enemy. They don't know. It's a solid partnership. Destroyers. And while you might think destroyers are like the worst of the lot, number four, digressors. 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 Number one, discoverers. Number two, diminishers. Number three, destroyers. Number four, digressors. Mm. Who is a discoverer? These are the people in your journey that will spot greatness when it doesn't, when it doesn't even look like nothing. They spot greatness. They fan it to flames and they push you into destiny. As I'm saying this now, I am looking at my life. And I remember those who have played that role and those who continue to play that role. Those who continue to play that role. I remember when the mandate came that KICC was starting in Canada 
and I heard the news. I told Pastor, wow, amazing. However, I can contribute, I will contribute. If I need to be the one packing the cars, if I need to be the usher, there's a lot I can do in God's house. And then the next line was, the Lord has said, you are the one going to. <laughs> See what the Lord is doing. See what the Lord is doing. It takes a unique kind of grace to spot it and to not say, ah, ah, God, ah, ah. <laughs> These are discoverers. They, sometimes they will put their own credibility on the line and say, I know what I saw. And everybody is saying, please, do you need to change our glasses? What did you saw? There is nothing you can, you are wasting our time. This, this is a, this is, and he's saying there is, there, is, there is something there. Can we press a little more? Can we push a little further? These are discoverers. And I pray for you, for those who are yet to discover potential, may God send these people on your journey. In the mighty name of Jesus, men and women that will see what God has planted in you and that will push you into destiny. That the days you are tired, the days you are coasting, the days the world is celebrating for you and they are saying well done but not done yet. That will push you even further to be everything. May God send them to you. In the name of Jesus and also may God raise you to be a discoverer for someone. In the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. Discoverers. Discoverers. And behold, you know it's amazing. An angel had appeared to Mary and had given her mission statement. Luke chapter 1 verse 25. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. He says this man was just and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. He says the Holy Spirit was upon him. It takes someone who has the Spirit of God to be a discoverer. Because really and truly, when they say, look at it. If you don't have the eye, if you don't have the eye of the Spirit, you say, okay. Sometimes I try to play in my head the conversation pastor, pastor had. And if not that you respect pastor as a man of God, you almost say, pastor, are you, are you sure you saw clearly? <laughs> if not that, that would be a ridiculous thing. Say, are you sure? Are you sure? People who can spot, even microscopes cannot see it. It's the spirits that can reveal it. Say, there's destiny, they're investing it. Says that child, pay attention to that child. That, that, that ministry begin to intercede. There's something I want to do with them. I'm raising them. And they are, they are just... They are, Verse 26, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. How many times have we seen Spirit here? Have you seen that this discovery thing is by the Spirit? Our Aspire and Perspire books will tell you other ways to find potential. It is truly by the Spirit that it is sensed and picked, even when it looks like nothing. You are in a place and someone says, can I tell you something? This is what the Lord is showing me. I remember a period in my life that back to back to back to back <laughs> to back to back to back to back dreams. I will see myself in largely packed. This is when in, in the streets of Lagos where even you could... <laughs> I'll see rooms packed. I'll see people of various tribes and tongues and I'll see myself addressing them with confidence and I'll wake up and run to my parents. So what kind of things am I seeing? Some of you have kids already showing signs. Don't, 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 don't. By the spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child, can you see this? The child, Jesus. According to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms. He didn't see a child. He saw a king. These are discoverers. They don't, they don't, they don't see a child. They see destiny. It's the same way we've, we've dedicated some, some kids in KICC. And immediately, I can tell, this is not just a child. We are, we are, we are, we are honored to know this child. We are, we are honored to watch them grow. This is, this is, this is a blessing to the world. Verse 29, Lord, now you are letting your servants depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples. A light 
to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. He says, and Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Too many, it's just that there's no time. Too many examples of people on my journey who will call me, call me aside. Say there's something. Some, sometimes people who don't even know you. So listening, listening to pastor on the morning glow. See, there are too many, too many examples. I don't, a boy. All right, let's stay with it. These people will spot greatness. They will fan it into flames. They will push it. When you mess up and you believe that, I told you, I was not worth your investment. You carried your head and you made the bet. Now I have wasted your investment. Real discoverers will remember what they saw. And they will tell you, you can't mess it up. You will go again. It's almost as though God, God, God places such people in your, in, your, in, your, in your path to push you. Acts chapter 16 and verse 1. Paul went first to Derby and then to Lystra where there was a young disciple named Timothy. His mother was a Jewish believer but his father was a Greek. So he was mixed mixed. Timothy was well thought of by the believers in Lystra and Iconium. He says, so Paul wanted him to join them on their journey. He had seen something. He says, in deference to the Jews of the area, Paul says, I've seen something so much that I'm willing to invest, invest in you. There's pain involved here now. He says, what did he do? The same person that says, there is no circumcision or uncircumcision. There is no Jew. There's no Gentile. There's, we are all the same in Christ. He says that I, I am willing to invest in the potential I see you carry. The last thing I want is a scandal in your future. I will, I will see to it that you are circumcised. He says he arranged for Timothy to be circumcised before they left. For everyone knew his father was a Greek. What was the outcome? Then they went from town to town. Paul says, I've seen someone I can pour into. I've seen someone I can offload these graces. Someone that can carry it. It doesn't look like it. You've seen his dad and he said, this, this half Greek idol, this ex, this. You, 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 you've, you know too much of their history to agree with God's plan for their lives. And God is saying, no. I can show you something and then Paul, many of us will know Timothy to be a great man of God. He would later be the pastor in national or regional, I should say, in Ephesus, where he was spotted as a boy, a young man that carried grace and somebody saw it and spotted it and fanned it to flame. I pray for you once again that God will surround you with people who will fan you and push you into greatness. In the name of Jesus, one more scripture. One more scripture. This discoverer one is very important. And that's why we are, we are staying on it. The other ones, we will go a bit faster. And you will need, don't assume you've heard everything. You might need to revisit. Acts chapter 18 and verse 24. It says, Now a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in scriptures, came to Ephesus. It says this man had been instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things of the Lord, though he knew only the baptism of John. Rather than somebody saying your knowledge gap is minimal, you don't even know this and you are this, somebody saw potential and said, this guy carries grace. Let's pour into him. He says in verse 26, So he began to speak boldly in the synagogue when Aquila and Priscilla heard him. I'm sure they were smiling. See, look at, look at what God can do with this life. Yeah, there, there are some flaws here and some roughs here, but we can work, we can work on him. He says they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. Once again, I pray for you. God will send people on your journey that will make your path clearer more accurately. In the mighty name of Jesus. Discoverers, they are not intimidated by the grace you carry. Left to them. They want to add their own. Your own is already mine. Just that you don't see it. 
They want to add their own, add everything else, pour it into you and watch you become a wonder. That's really their heart. It takes a golden heart to be a discoverer. And as you are praying, Father, my destiny help us. Also pray, Father, whose destiny will I help? Who will you open my eyes to see what they carry so that I can find them in my own little way? I can contribute on their journey. Number two, diminishers. If you don't mind, let's change gears a bit now. All right? The way I'm moving my hands, you can tell is manual transmission. Diminishers. These are people who will casualize the signs of greatness and they will see it and say, this is nothing special. They will just see it and say, There's, there, there is no potential here. This is, this is a waste of time. Moving on. The devil loves people like this. Anything that can truncate destiny is already a friend of the enemy. You hear things like, ah, ah, pity. I was at church and there's somebody in your choir. He carries a unique grace. I sense that God is going to raise him. He's going to sing across the nations of the earth. If PD is a discoverer, he will say, oh, yes. Yes, we have sensed it. We are praying. Any way the ministry can support, we will support. If PD is a diminisher, you say, uh, it, it was just that day. You know, they just happened to just sang well a bit. You know, you know these guys, these up-and-coming young men, these young ladies, you know. Let's just be praying for them that they will just stay, stay on the narrow, on the narrow path. And you just casualize greatness. You just is as though not nothing. Let's go to God's word. Nehemiah chapter 4. Nehemiah chapter 4 and verse 1. But so it happened when Sambalat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he was furious, very indignant, and mocked the Jews. And he spoke before his brethren and the army of Samaria and said, What are these feeble Jews doing? These people shouting, for the Lord is good about raising champions, taking territories. What are they doing? How many are they? <laughs> Remember what David's brother told him. What did you leave those few sheep with? Those are diminishers. You have to, you have to by the Spirit, create a shield to ensure that their, their, their arrows do not hurt you and that you, you are not even exposed to them more than necessary. Sometimes a diminisher will give you thesis of why you should shut down and close down. I know a man of God who runs a powerful, globally impacting ministry today. In his early days, a well-respected mentor told him, maybe this thing you are doing, go and shut it down. And I'm wondering, the, the potential, when God saw what it could become, the enemy used a trusted voice. So go and, go and shut that thing down. Go and just close it. Will they fortify themselves? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they complete it in a day? Will they revive the stones from the heaps of rubbish stones that are burned? Hmm. It says, now Tobiah the Ammonite was beside him and he said, it says, whatever they build, even if even a fox goes up on it, it will break down their stone wall. What did Nehemiah, Nehemiah say? This is your response to diminishers. Here, O God, for we are despised. Here, O God, you planted this greatness in my heart. I've, I've now been laughed out. I've been scorned. It's okay, but here, O God, turn their reproach on their own heads and give them a splendor to a land of captivity. I love Nehemiah. I just love reading the book. Mark chapter 6 and verse 3. Mark chapter 6 and verse 3. Diminishers will casualize greatness. It says the next Sabbath, I'm reading from verse 2. Mark chapter 6 from verse 2. The next Sabbath, he went to the synagogue to teach. And the people were astonished at his wisdom and his miracles because he was just a local man like themselves. A local man. He's no better than we are, they said. He's just a carpenter, Mary's boy. This is the, the passion. Mary's boy, a brother of James, jo Joseph, Judas, Simon. We know his sisters, they live right here. Speedy, your pastor. 
Are you sure you know him? I know him. We went to primary school together. We went to high school. Let me begin to tell you stories. Beware of diminishing stories. In the NLT, it says they scoffed at him to their loss. Because of our time, we need to move a bit faster. Discoverers, they will spot it early. They will fan it to flames and they will push it. Diminishers will casualize greatness. They will say it's nothing special. Destroyers will spot early signs of greatness. They have the same gift that discoverers have. I hope someone is listening. They have the same gift that discoverers have, which is to spot it early. However, rather than fan it and push it, they commit to frustrating it in partnership with the devil to say that this thing, it will not become what God has said it will become. First Samuel chapter 20 and verse 27. And it happened the next day, the second day of the month, that David, if you read this story, there was a banquet. Everybody, the woo and woo and woo and woo is woo or woo are woo. <laughs> All right, we're there. Saul was there and he had a plan in place to, to this, this David boy that I've seen the, the greatness that he carries. Day one, David had, had planned something with Jonathan. It wasn't there. So day two, he saw that David's place was empty. This is a big prayer point. On the day of destruction, on the day of calamity, may your seat be empty. In the mighty name of Jesus, he says, I have escaped like a bird. The, 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 the snare of the fowler is broken. I pray for you once again. On the day of calamity, your seat will be empty. In the name of Jesus. So Saul said to Jonathan, his son, why has the son of Jesse not come to it? Either yesterday or today. It sounds like here he has spotted something too. So Jonathan answered Saul, oh, David, you know, earnestly asked permission of me to go to Bethlehem. Uh, he said, please let me go. Our family has this, you know, this thing, this thing, this thing. So that's why it is not here. Verse 30. Then Saul's anger was aroused against Jonathan. And he said to him, you son, I believe the Bible used dignifying words. I, 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 if you imagine scriptures and you meditate, you will know that Saul caused. There, there's, no, there's, there's no two way about it. He says his anger was aroused. You son of a perverse, rebellion rebellious woman. Isn't that a nice way to say you son of? He says, do I not know that you have chosen the son of Jesse to your own shame and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? Can you see that Saul did not hold back? He says, for as long as the son of Jesse lives, it looks like a seed now but it carries greatness. Rather than to support and to find, I, I, I have committed to frustrate and destroy him. And these people don't know. These destinies once upon a time, respected you. If only you were not intimidated by the grace. And you can say, take the stage. Take the stage. The, 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 like they will say, the prayer of a, of a good father is that your children will not just reach where you reached, no matter how far you went, but will go further. Destroyers don't understand that. Intimidated by greatness. Partnering with the devil to actively destroy it. For as long as the son of Jesse lives on earth, you shall not be established nor your kingdom. Now therefore send and bring him to me for he shall surely die. We will kill his dream. Destroyers. Destroyers. We will kill it. It won't see the light of day. And I pray for anyone under the sound of my voice that something you carried that used to burn as a bright flame that has been killed and annihilated by the arrows of these these. Hmm, these foxes on your journey, these so-called respected people that have killed what God planted on your inside, I speak resurrection power. That your destiny will speak again and your glory will rise again. In the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 23. Because of our time, we move a bit faster. From verse 11. But the following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul. For as you have testified for me in Jerusalem, so you must also be a witness at Rome. Verse 12. And when it was day, some of the Jews banded together and bound themselves under an oath, saying that they would neither eat nor drink until they had killed Paul. It says now there were more than 40 who had formed this conspiracy. You just imagine it. 40 people 
discover God's greatness upon your life. 40 people will decide, we will go on a fast, that Father, every glory and destiny that he carries, let it come to light. Let, it, let, let him not be tired in destiny. Let his light shine bright. God is speaking your names to people and just praying. A father in the Lord I respect so much called me recently. Said I was praying and I heard your name. Unintimidated. Said I want to pray for you. Those are, those are discoverers. Destroyers will say. In fact, they, they can't even pick it by the spirit. And the little they see. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. No conspiracy from hell will walk against what you carry. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I want to pray for somebody. This destroyer conversation, don't take it with kid gloves. Don't take it lightly at all. It has a, a potential to prolong your journey. Don't take it lightly. Do not handle it with kid gloves. I pray for you wisdom by the spirit to handle it and to be in a place of blossoming, a place of flourishing that, there is, that wisdom will rest upon you. In the name of Jesus, John chapter 7 and verse 30. It says, therefore they sought to take him. Talking about Jesus. It says, but no one laid the hand on him because his hour had not yet come. I pray for you that no one will successfully be able to lay any evil hand on you. No evil eye will be able to touch you. It will not be able to truncate or reduce what God is proposed to do through you. In the name of Jesus. It tells us that they saw his star and they came to worship. As many who are using esoteric means to see your star and what they are planning is not to celebrate or to push or to fan or to bring gifts but to destroy and to truncate, we blind such eyes in the name of Jesus. Thank you, gracious Father. It is so. It is so. It is so. Glory to God. Number one, discoverers. Number two, diminishers. Number three, destroyers. Number four, digressors. These ones are subtly dangerous. Subtly dangerous. Very subtly. God's destiny for you is greatness. These are the ones that will come with great. And they will make you feel like the best thing ever. Not because they like great, but because they've seen greatness. And they don't want you to get there. These ones are devil's special. I, I, I think the devil has Zoom meeting with these ones, especially. The destroyers, are, they're out too. Those ones are already drunk, power drunk, all right, souls. They, they're already power drunk. But the, the digressors are subtle. Subtle. This, is, this, this department is managed by Satan himself, the digressors. Says this is what you want to become? Hmm. Are you sure this is what God is telling you? Hmm. What if, like the voice of the older prophets, what if I told you that God told me to tell you? Which one is what if you? <laughs> oh my, oh my. Matthew chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4 and verse 8. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain. These are the people who sell shortcuts. They are saying we can see the trajectory that the ministry is going and, and, and we really think that these are the opportunities you should take. It's a digression from destiny. And I pray for you that you will not successfully be deviated from the right track. In the name of Jesus. It says, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him and behold, angels came and ministered to him. I have found in scripture Every time you say no to a seemingly good opportunity because it doesn't resonate with your spirit. It's a, it's a big break. It's a big break. It's a, in quotes, a big opportunity. You just know that this is not, it doesn't rhyme with your spirit. This is a digression from the pit of hell. Every time that happens, the Lord sends angelic ministry. It might be a text message from someone you've known from in five years. Since the Lord told me, to pray for you. You just were laid on my spirit. I'm, I'm speaking for ex from experience now. <sighs> Digressors, they want to sell an alternative destiny for you. Let me show you an interesting story and we round up this evening. I trust that you've been blessed. I trust that you've been challenged by God's word. Not just to ask what, 
potential, but to ask to what extent so that you and I can maximize and bring dominion, rule as kings. John chapter 6, as we round up this evening, John chapter 6 and verse 11. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to those sitting down. All right, I'm starting from verse 11 so you can get context. We are really going to verse 15. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost, nothing is wasted. Verse 13, therefore they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. Verse 14, then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did said, this is truly the prophet who has come into the world. So far, we've been reading all nice and perfect. Now see verse 15. Therefore, when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he departed again to the mountain by himself alone so that angels can minister to him. Can you see what is going on here? The people said, today, today, we are installing you king. Today, 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 PD, you must blow. Ah, ah. Look at the revs. Look at the and, and these people, they, they will sound like they believe in you, but they are creating an alternative. It's a way of, of... <laughs> digressors. Digressors. And even on your journey, sometimes the Lord brings you heart checks. One happened to me recently as we round up this evening. I had shared, I'll keep this as coded as possible. I shared an event flyer on one of my social media platforms. And somebody who I believe spoke from the sincerity of his heart, unknowingly, said, Ah, ah, PD, all the people in this conference, you, he, says, he said, You preach better than all of them. Or more. <laughs> you know the way Aaron and Moses ran to the front of the tent of meeting. To go and I just I, I said Lord please have mercy. He didn't he did, he did mean it like this. I then went back to look at the people. I said these are fathers that if I can carry their bags for 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 he said just carry it and, and give it back to their orderly. My day will my year will have been made. Things like that are they are seeds. It can it, it's reverse potential. It, something will just plant in you and say it's true, self. Digressors. Stay the course. Them who true faith and patience inherited the promise. I can tell you, purely child of God, God is building something massive with your life. Some of us might not see it. Some of us may have spotted greatness in you and we're trying to push you, encouraging you. Take God seriously. Take your relationship with him seriously. We've seen some things that we cannot say in its entirety, but we're just there as encouragers, as, as, as fanners, as pushers in destiny. I pray for you that everything that God has created you to be, you will be. In the name of Jesus. Can you just take a minute and say thank you, Father, for your word? It, it is because he loves us that he sends us his word. Say thank you for your word. I am changed. I am transformed. I will discover my destiny. I will maximize it. I will align with principles. It will be in accordance with the original intents of the Father. My life will bring him glory. As a king, I will rule and bring dominion to my world. Thank you, gracious Father, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Mm. I know the biggest question on, on the heart of many is this discovery. How do I spot it? How do I spot it? By the Spirit, 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 by the Spirit. I want to pray with you. Maybe I should pray for two categories of people this evening. And our time is fast spent. Let me pray for two categories of people. Number one, you've not met Jesus. You've not even started this, this, this journey of destiny at all. Don't get me wrong, you might be an highly functional individual in society. You are setting goals, you are achieving things, things are working for you. You've, you know, you've settled down, you've bought your house, you've paid your this, you've done your that. In, in terms of earthly metrics, you are checking the boxes, but you know there is that huge gape of emptiness on your inside. Nothing else 
can fill that void. Whether it's your first time or you are rededicating your life, I want to pray with you. Number two group is you sense that you carry something great, but you have no idea what it is. I want to pray for you for a revelation by the Spirit. It will begin to show you glimpses and it will send discoverers your way. It will keep the foxes far away from you, the wolves, the diminishers, the digressors and the destroyers. It will keep them far away from you. I want to pray with you. I can hear you saying, if only Peter will pray with me this evening. Yes, I'll pray with you. Category one, please say with me, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. Thank you for dying for my sins. Thank you for taking my place in the grave. Thank you because on the third day, triumphantly, you rose from the dead. I ask today, right now, that you live in me. That you live through me. And you give me the grace to live for you. I repent of all my sins. And I say goodbye to my past. Say goodbye to all the guilt. I say goodbye to all of that darkness. And this moment, I declare you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for making me brand new. Thank you for writing my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. I will live the rest of my days for you. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Please let me pray with you. Father, thank you for your sons and your daughters making the best, greatest decision ever this moment. I ask for a supply of your spirit, a multiplication of your grace, that they will grow from glory to glory to glory. None of them will return to the vomit they have left, but they will become mighty giants in your kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I pray for all of us, your children, under the sound of my voice right now. This old kingdom conversation, rule, dominion for some, it's almost like where do I even begin from? I ask, Father, that the lamp of the Spirit, the illumination from the throne room that begins to reveal potential, not just in its, in its, in its tiny bits, but to, to show to what extent that it's to the nations. It's for my glory. It's extensive. It's huge. It's big. It's not just, it's just, it's not just subsistence. It is, it is truly global. And for some of us that have accepted global, you are now saying it is even transgenerational. And we are wondering from my little corner, little me, that nobody knows me, with my accent, they can't even spell my name. And he's saying, I've chosen you. Father, I pray that destiny will begin to rise in the hearts of your children. And I pray for a supply of discoverers. These destiny helpers that will spot, fan, push. Spot, fan, push. Into greatness. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, gracious Father, because it is done. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Come on, if you can, wherever you are, jam those ends together. Give the Lord a big shout. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you're a champion. God bless you.